Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. You're sitting on the couch trying with all your might to keep yourself glued there. The draw to the refrigerator feels polarizing and you just don't know if you can fight it anymore. You walk past your child's leftover bagel, trying not to make eye contact. Once, twice, three times, you reach to toss it into the trash to eliminate the temptation, and the cold, crusty bread somehow finds its way into your mouth. Food temptation, it's everywhere around us. Whether you're trying to make healthier choices or looking to become more self-controlled, there's no shortage of the sugary and salty assaults on those efforts. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to overcome temptation with food and how thoughtful planning paired with your faith can propel you past those persistent cravings. First, let's ask the question, what is temptation? How and why are you tempted? Well, a temptation is a desire that conflicts with your core values. As Christians, this also includes desires that conflict with God's values. As I'm sure you've noticed, temptations are individual based on our personal convictions and character weakness. A thief who justifies stealing as their rightful compensation for a difficult life isn't tempted to take that which is not theirs. They just do it. A person who has no conviction to steer clear of chocolate cake is not tempted to eat it. They just have it. What matters to you is what makes the intensity of the temptation increase or decrease. And this is really important to remember. If you've attended church for any length of time, you've probably heard more than one sermon in regard to resisting temptation. In God's word, we're admonished to pray that we do not enter into temptation. That's Luke twenty-two forty. Endure and escape temptation. 1 Corinthians 10.13, flee temptation, 1 Corinthians 6.18, and 2 Timothy 2.22, expect testing and temptation, 1 Peter 4.12. The Bible talks a lot about overcoming, and we can see specific tests in regard to food. In Genesis, we find the first temptation of man and woman. As you know, Eve willingly yielded to the pressure of the enemy to consume food that God had instructed her not to have. The food was pleasing to her eyes, so she had to have it. Oh, girl, Eve is not alone. I have spoken to countless clients, women who are smart, capable, at the top of their game in life, but they continue to be overtaken by the desire to overeat. No matter how frustrated you or I may get by our failures with food, we're not alone. Food has been a source of enticement for all time. 
We're not failures, we're human, and there's help for overeating. We can also read about the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness. You'll find that in Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. After Jesus fasted for 40 days, Satan slyly tried to trip him up with food and pride and power. And unlike you and me and Eve, Jesus drew on the power of God's word and overcame. So why do we, garnishing the best of intentions, still fall? Well, if you're anything like me, you've listened to sermons, read scriptures, and considered tattooing don't eat across your knuckles. Oh, you do everything you know to do, and yet you still fail. Much like we can hear and read about how to fly a plane, we cannot learn to do so until we spend time in the air. We need to memorize checkpoints, rehearse procedures, and practice with helpful instruction. To simply try not to eat when you're tempted is better than not trying, but you can't expect yourself to be consistently successful without intentional and purposeful preparation and practice. We fail because we expect that our best intentions are enough, but they're not. We need to do more. So how do you overcome temptation? And how do you plan to overcome temptation? Think about your last vacation. How did you prepare? Most of us spent some time researching where we were going, figuring out the best way to get there. We're thorough looking for potential obstacles so that we can avoid them altogether. We do these things such as scheduling in a cushion of time, call to confirm reservations, and pack an extra set of clothes in our carry-on just in case our luggage gets lost in the Bermuda Triangle. This holiday is important to us and our preparation is proof. Do you plan on how to overcome temptation with food? Obviously, being victorious with food is important to you because you're here but maybe your preparation doesn't reflect its importance. Well, take a sigh of relief. That changes now. We're going to plan to plan. Planning for one-time events such as vacation and daily temptations is different. When making a plan for food temptation, we want to look at creating new behavior patterns that become habits. Habits like brushing your teeth are things that we do most of the time. And this is great news because it means that each time you successfully implement your plan, it'll get easier. It'll become more of a habit. Here, we'll break down food temptation into three pivotal moments that often happen around unhappy eating choices. From here, you can start to identify your own patterns. Then we will use those events to create your own plan. Okay, so temptation phase numero uno, number one, the cue. Your plan starts with a cue. A cue is a consistent and unfortunately reliable event that happens in the early stages of temptation to eat outside of your ideal window. It often starts with a brief thought and then progresses into a tug of war of should I or shouldn't I eat? Oh, it's exhausting, isn't it? Okay, so here are some of the justifications that run rampant. You may think something like, I'll just have one. I need it. Oh, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I deserve it. 
We make excuses. It's amazing how creative we can be that open the door to the one, right? We don't start out planning on eating an entire bag full of chips or an entire box of cookies. It all starts with one. Ideally, your plan of how to overcome temptation will begin and end in phase one. However, for beginners, that's unlikely. Oh boy, what'll probably happen is that you'll catch yourself in phase two or phase three, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Then with practice, awareness, and tons of grace, you will begin to recognize the earlier steps in your process. Temptation phase number two, the one, right? So initially in phase one is the cue. We open up the door for the one. When our justifications have their way, we make the choice to eat outside of our best intentions. This is the first little veer off track. This is the one bite, the one piece, the one slice, or the one scoop. And in all honesty, being at this point is no big deal. One serving won't make a huge impact on your progress. It's what happens next that makes or breaks your quest for food freedom. Okay, temptation phase number three. Are you listening? This is the reaction. How do you react when you have a food slip? Do you throw in the towel for the rest of the day or vow to start on Monday? This is a sign of the diet mindset or call it all or nothing thinking. This is the line of reasoning that sinks our ship. I would go as far to say that our ability to let go of the one, that one bite, the one slice, determines your overall success. Because the when the one is not a big deal, it naturally starts to fade away. Here we see three steps of progression that mark most food temptations. Do you see yourself in any of these descriptions? If so, no worries. In fact, great, you're not alone. Creating a plan is going to really help you. So now we're going to make a plan to overcome temptation. And making a plan, it helps to be mindful of each of these phases. Regardless of when you start fighting back, you'll have two steps. So we talked about the three sort of stages, the phases of temptation. Well, here are two ways to intervene. Number one, recognition. Number two, action. We can't change what we're not aware of. So step one, recognition is key. This is when you become fully aware of the battle you were in and you make a choice to fight or wave the white flag, which moves to step two, action. Your action steps are a plan of what you will do when cravings hit so that you don't have to think about it when you're under pressure. So let's talk about recognition a little bit more. Humans are pretty predictable. Our brains love routines and will work to create predictable patterns, like it or not. Your dance with tempting foods is likely triggered by just a few circumstances. Do you get that? It means that you don't have to be on full alert all the time. Rather, you can train yourself to respond in a new way to common triggers. So what are your triggers? Think about the last few times you struggled with food. Were there common day, time, mental state? If you can't recall, take note starting now, 
right? And I challenge you to identify your three most common triggers. It could be during your baby's nap time, during your cycle, after a stressful day, during dinner prep, right? It, it could be anything because it's unique to you. Your top three clarify the times and spaces that you will need to be on guard. Again, feel the relief. You don't have to be suited up in heavy armor 24-7 all the time. Let's start by focusing on the common times that you struggle the most. Let these feelings and circumstances become a new cue to pull out your plan on how to overcome this temptation with food. As I mentioned before, you may not notice you're being tempted until you've already given in. It's okay. Simply start the plan then and build your habit base. Then when you do recognize it sooner, you'll be ready. Okay, so action steps. Here's where we get super practical. So we have recognition and then, well, we got to take action if we want anything to change. Now it's time to pick out three sequential activities that you will do each and every time that you're faced with food temptation. The purpose is to create a new pattern Remember, our brains like habits, a new pattern for your brain to follow. So rather than unwelcome emotions cueing a food frenzy, they will create healthful habits that will make you healthy and whole. So here are a list of several activities you could try. Please know there's no pressure to get it right the first time. This is truly experimental. You try on something, see how it works, and then do something different if it doesn't. It's really that simple. You could pray, right? Write out a prayer and read or set a timer for one minute to pray. Recite scripture verses. Play worship music, like have a playlist ready on your phone. Do something physical. Physical activity releases dopamine and moves your brain out of that craving zone. I mean, jumping jacks, push-ups, or if you're really crazy, burpees. Nice walk outside in the breeze or the sunlight. You could try something creative. Much like physical activity, creativity moves your brain out of that obsessive place. If you have access to a creative project, great. If not, simply daydream about a home project or craft that you would like to do. Plan a pretend vacation. Really, anything you can do to move your brain into a different space is a-okay and is productive. Other things you could do as an alternative, right? When you notice the recognize the cue is starting, you do something fun. Girl, you could flee the scene. <laughs> or you could get outside, drink a glass of water. Again, the possibilities are endless and all of those may have sounded like terrible ideas to you or maybe something really stood out. Whatever it is, try something, okay? So hopefully the list inspires you to pick three steps you can take in response to a food temptation. These need to be actions that feel appealing to you. Right? If it sounds like a terrible idea, you're not gonna do it. So remember, you're competing right, with accessible, tasty food. So your plan needs to be simple, easy, and effective. Write it out in detail and keep it with you. So if you're ready to create this temptation plan, the plan on how to overcome the temptation to eat, definitely download the Binge Proof Action Planner. In it, you're going to create a step-by-step -step plan grounded in the Bible that is going to 
help you find the food freedom that you're longing for. So check the show notes below, sign up and get the planner delivered to your inbox right now. Oh, 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 I have one more thing to ask. If you have two minutes, could you please head on over to your podcast app and rate and review the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast? That will give our podcast lots of extra juice to reach women just like you who need food freedom and hope through Jesus Christ. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six month deep dive, start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.